Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. COVID-19 social norms in different European countries. Many of us are used to our American standards for COVID-19 social norms like six feet apart. Minimum. (laughs) That's right, minimum. Masking up in public, avoiding handshaking and hugging, etc. But it's interesting to observe the COVID-19 norms in other countries. In, like, say, England, people are encouraged to say two meters apart. What? What's two meters? Two meters. That's about six feet. Okay. And if you're forced to be less than two meters apart... You need to compensate by wearing a mask or a facial covering. Currently, the English are under a national lockdown. This means that they can't meet anyone from outside their house or their support bubble in an indoor setting. They are exempt from these rules in places of work, education, training, legal duties, and children play groups or clubs. They have a system that will fine you 200 pounds or at least $264 if you are caught breaking the rules. Wow. That fine can get as high as 6,400 pounds wow. or more than $8,400. In Scotland, as in the U.S. and England, people are encouraged to stay two meters apart. They differ in allowing those under the age of 11 and those in pubs to break the traditional social distancing rules. That's interesting. In pubs? Yeah, in pubs. Okay. They have a, they've implemented a five-tier system for meeting friends and family, and each tier has specific guidelines on what you can do. They have okay. fines as well. Okay. If you're a first-time offender... It's 60 pounds, and that doubles after every offense for a maximum of about 960 pounds. Huh, that's interesting. In Northern Ireland, they have a two-meter distancing rule as well, but they decreased it to one meter, then they reset it back to two meters. They can have a support system bubble of up to 10 people from two different households. Their finding system follows Scotland. A first-time offense is 60 pounds. It doubles after every subsequent event until it reaches 960 pounds. Yeah, then Wales follows the same guidelines on physical distancing. They allow their residents to have a support bubble from two households to be indoors with 15 people and a maximum of up to 30 people outdoors. They have a fine of 60 pounds for a first offense and a maximum of 1,920 pounds. That's $2,534. What can Americans learn from all this? Well, the way our government is set up, we may never have a national fines or stricter guidelines that are uniform across the states. Because of the concept of American federalism, the states have a lot of autonomy in their decision and rulemaking process. We may never see the federal government adopt guidelines like these, but we may see states implement more strict and stringent guidelines if outbreaks and cases continue to rise. Well, we are going to see outbreaks continue to rise. And so what do you think? Do you think that we should, I I mean, I am a believer and I don't want to speak for you, but I think you are too, that there needs to be some sort of centralized. No, we need a centralized response and a centralized system of, of, of guidance of, of how to of think about this and punishments this and is not like this is this is not like should we make our own rules as to how much to tax a corporation that's making widgets this is a <laughs> no, this is a life-threatening disease that's right killed over a quarter million people to date in right. our country so yeah yeah i agree. I, I agree i i think that what they're doing over there in the uk is great 
Jersey City Intervention Implementation Methods for COVID-19 and Beyond. So Jersey City, New Jersey has won recognition for its outstanding work in recognizing and addressing racial disparities during the COVID-19 pandemic. They are one of 25 communities recognized by the Kresge Foundation for their handling of racial injustice issues amidst the pandemic. Now, Jersey City came up with innovative ways to meet high demands for Meals on Wheels by mobilizing local transportation services to help deliver meals to those in need. The city kept public showering facilities open longer to accommodate homeless populations so they can maintain good hygiene during the pandemic. These showering facilities also doubled as venues for the city to distribute masks, hand sanitizer, clothing, food, and now flu shots, as well as rapid COVID-19 tests and other supportive services. Jersey City also improved mental health services to help citizens cope with the pandemic. The award also comes with a $295,000 grant to allow the city to continue to develop their current health intervention system. So cool. All right. Now the city plans to use this funding to improve health education, mental health services, violence protection services, and help train and develop a strong core of health professionals and educators. Jersey City's approach to intervention development goes further than COVID. They have a strong model to develop interventions for a wide variety of health-related issues. When COVID-19 hit, Jersey City leaders were able to quickly address the issues in the community and implement effective interventions. Okay, so now Jersey City is one of a few cities worldwide to have partnered with the World Economic Forum. Together they focus on changing how governments implement public policy to create a healthier world. Jersey City's success in doing this will serve as a model for other cities in the U.S. and around the globe. Holiday season and pandemic fatigue. Now, have you ever wondered how Anthony Fauci plans to spend Thanksgiving this year? I'd like to say he wants to come over to my place, but I don't think that's going to happen. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and his wife will eat their meal outside, joined by their neighbors with a comfortable six feet distance between them. Now, the Washington Post says they'll bundle up in sweaters and coats with an outdoor heater to keep them warm. Many Americans are feeling tired and weary of having to decide how to spend their holidays safely or making tough calls to forego their holiday traditions with family and friends. This weariness can cause people to become lax about their safety measures about mask wearing as well as social distancing. Now, that's a clear example of pandemic fatigue. People face a heavy burden estimating their vulnerabilities and those of friends and relatives and where everybody is coming from. It may be too much of a burden for people who just want to relax over a warm meal and good company after months of heightened stress levels. The psychological benefits of being with family and friends over the holidays are worth the risk for some, and there are many things that people can do to lower that risk of transmission. Experts believe a combination of quarantining, testing, and precautions during travel could lower the risk for someone traveling home for the holidays. The quarantining should last 14 days before a rapid response test, which ideally would be just before the holiday. And here's a critical point. People should talk through the issues and decide on levels of risk that everyone is willing to tolerate and abide by as a family. Without an approved vaccine or more widespread effective therapies, public health experts are relying on people to use the best weapon in their arsenal to prevent transmission, and that of course is common sense. So, here are a couple of common sense things. Make sure to avoid buffets. 
self-serve options and potlucks for meals. Get tested, stay outside as much as possible, and socially distance while wearing masks during the holidays. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at Doc Griggs one on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to noisefiltershow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.